0: Hello church. How you doing today? It is so good to be with you to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us and to guide us. We began a series a few weeks ago called Living a Blessed Life. Aren't we blessed in the United States of America? We have the privilege to vote November 3rd. Please vote if you haven't already. But let me say this to you. Do not vote personality, but vote policy. That policy that best aligns with kingdom thinking. God bless you as you make the choices you make. A few years back, I taught a message, and I explained to the church what to do when under attack. The Holy Spirit began talking to me a couple of weeks ago and said, I want you to bring that out, that message out, but I want to show you some things, and I want to freshen that up for the congregation for the season Valley Community Church is in. I titled this message, Living a blessed life, but when you're under attack, how to do that? In Psalm 42, verse 1 and 2, it says this, As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God. For the living God, when shall I come and appear before God? David wrote this, but the sons of Korah put music to the words. And what, what I want to show you is this in every attack in your life, be a worshiper, allow yourself to allow God to bring music. To the very essence of the words that you are seeking when seeking God. Let me give you the background of the scripture. David is running from Absalom and is on the brink of losing his entire kingdom. He is about to lose the destiny God had planned for him. David is being chased or hunted, and he makes this statement as a deer pants for water. Where are you today in your life? Because you're a word person, many of you are literally living in the midst of an attack with joy in your heart, with a song in your heart. But I want to speak also to some, even the guests that are watching today. I want to speak to you and say this. Some of you are really struggling. Things have manifested during this pandemic. And you are wondering what to do and you feel like you're going to die. You feel like you're losing everything that you planned in your life. Thinking even if it was God's plan, you're thinking that maybe this will not take place. I want to say to you, if God said it, and you believe it, it will take place. The only time a deer pants for water is when he is being chased. How many of you have watched the Discovery Channel and a lion is chasing after a gazelle or a deer? And how many of you like it when the deer gets away? And I know some of you are sickos. And you like it when the lion catches the gazelle. But if the camera kept following the gazelle that escaped, it would show him seeking water. In a chase, a gazelle or deer will use 80% of water in his body. And if he doesn't get that water quickly, he will die. So here is the premise. Here is what I want you to know. If you're there and and you even struggled turning on the computer and and getting on and showing this on your screen because you are just tired of what's going on. The attack is real. It It is causing you such thoughts that you're wondering, why is this happening to me? And you feel like you're losing everything. Here's what I want you to know. When you are under attack and you are in a spiritual battle fighting back, you will use some of your reserves. Sometimes you will feel emotions that maybe you've never felt before. But I want you to understand even though you've used some of your reserves, the first thing you need to do is to get with God. That's your water the first thing you need to do is to allow your life to and dive into the Word of God and allow God's Word be the, to be the key of your life. Every decision you make, every thought that you have. Remember, at in many instances, we get offended with things in life. And we need to choose not to be offended, even when we are attacked. David says this, your restoration comes when you are with God. So let me show you, or let's look at four things to do when you are under attack. Let me put some uh, rubber where the road is, all right? Let me, let me just give you some, some skin and, and some, some basically muscle to your thought processes on what to do. The first thing we need to do when we're under attack is to recognize that you are in a battle. Sometimes in Christianity, we feel like or we think that nothing can touch us. Nothing can happen around us because we're God's child. You are God's child. You have authority. You can stand and the enemy has no authority over you but in life there are attacks and those attacks have a purpose to get you out of kingdom thinking. So recognize when attack comes that you are in a battle. Look at verse three of Psalm 42. David says, my tears have been my food day and night while they continually say to me, where is your God? Well, who are they? Who are they that are saying this? Verse 9 will tell us in 10. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with the breaking of my bones, my enemies reproach me while they say to me all day long, where is Your God. They, David is talking about a literal physical enemy. But let me say this to you it could also and is talking about a spiritual enemy. We have a spiritual enemy, and his name is Satan. Satan has demons, and they will come against you all day long through bad dreams, anxiety, depression, physical maladies. And I want you to recognize that in your life on this earth, there is an enemy, and there are times you will face battles. But we will see in a moment what the enemy uses in the battles, and we will be able to choose faith and rise up out of the doldrum of depression and frustration and impatience. Then they say, where's your God and why isn't he coming through for you? Have you ever asked God that question? God, where are you? How come this is happening to me? Why would this happen to me when I have done and you may have done well? But the reality is, in this season, that we are facing in our world, there is a battle going on. First, it's just not physical or emotional. It is spiritual. And you need to realize your battle is in the spiritual. The only way to win a spiritual battle is to win it spiritually through the Word of God and through the Word of faith allowing you to stand and realize that what is happening is real. <laughs> but I'm, I think I may uh, confuse you in a few minutes because I'm going to say something that, that really sounds like the opposite. But I want you to understand, you don't beat depression with just antidepressants. You don't defeat sickness with just medicine, you defeat it by faith. Get in the Word of God. Yeah, because it's physical. It appears physical. Uh, you may have to eat right. You may have to go and exercise. You may have to get a little bit more sleep. Turn off the TV. <laughs> Even though you have, may have to correct lifestyle, don't neglect The spiritual. There is a tendency, um, I know in my own life, and and I'm sure probably with you too, is a tendency is when you are trying to change something emotional or physical, that you stop the spiritual. Many of us have become uh, people that journal, Many of us are reading through the Bible through the year. Many of us are prayer warriors. Many of us have learned the Word of God. We have grown. We've gone to OSL. We have seen such growth, spiritual growth in our life. But the spiritual doesn't stop when you're in a battle. The getting in the Word doesn't stop when you're in a battle the proclaiming of the word or learning or growing or learning how to even do more by faith doesn't stop when you're facing a physical battle but you need to first realize that this battle is there there are two things you need to know about the spiritual battle and we've said it first is it's real So what we need to do is we need to use phrases like like, Satan, you go in Jesus' name. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Or I didn't receive that in Jesus' name. We need to change our vocabulary. So what I am saying is whatever you are experiencing in the attack, do not become offended with the attack. Like how come me? Or why is that person doing that? Why did my boss do this? or why is my body falling apart, or or all the different things, we begin to become offended. And again, we've learned in this series is that when offense comes, miracles cease. Your battle is not against others because when it seems you are under attack, other things manifest with people. Here's, here's what I'm saying to you. Is that at times when you are sick, when there are things are happening, People will come and you will become emotional and things will begin to arise in your thinking, in your emotions and you will think it's about people. And I want to tell you that whatever goes on in a battle, it is always the enemy that's trying to get you out of kingdom thinking. Matter of fact, Zechariah 3 says, the Lord rebuke you, devil. So let's look at the second thing. One, it is real. But here's the second. The attack, it's a lie. So don't get in offense with anyone. This is a lie. It's real that Satan is coming against you, but what he is attacking you with is a big, fat lie. What do I mean by that? Satan is lying to you about your health, marriage, job, future. Jesus called him the father of all lies. Everything Satan says is a lie. He even will take part of a truth and twist it. Satan will even use Scripture to lie to you. Jesus three times says it is written when Satan used Scripture. Well, here's the third thing. Stop listening to yourself. When you are in a battle, let me just explain that. When you are in a battle, never battle the enemy by yourself. See, when I remember these things, I, I, I pour out my soul within me. That's what David said in verse 4. When I remember all the stuff going on, I pour out my soul within me. The flesh and all the negative stuff, it begins to rise up in your soul. You begin to get so angry. You begin to get so offended. Is that you don't give a rip about kingdom thinking. You don't give a rip about what it means to walk in the love of God and to walk in the patience of the Lord. I've watched great men and women of God fall because they just said, to heck with you, to heck with everything. I give up on this. The church is worthless. None of this helps. All that study I had, that's not true. Why? Because offense comes in and they don't understand where the attack came from. When you are depressed and struggling, don't listen to yourself because depression is real. A depressed person can't lift up a depressed person. Get some friends. Listen to worship. Remember, of course, they wrote music to the words. Move in kingdom thoughts And remove offense through the word of God. Rebuke this in Jesus' name. This is a day that the Lord has made. Begin to move in your life and understand your emotions draw you to God. Let me just stop there. I love emotional people, because I know emotional people who express their emotions have a great ability to be very close to God when they understand it, when they understand their emotions. Now, you can be emotional and go the other direction, because emotions draw you to God But if you allow your emotions to draw you away from God, away from the Word, away from worship, away from friends who know the Word of God that will pick you up, what happens is you lose the kingdom mentality of how to win a battle. So begin to talk to yourself with truth and allow others to speak into you verse 5 of Psalm 42, watch what he says here. Why are you cast down? He's talking to himself. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, he's speaking to himself. For I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. So in essence, He's saying, look at God's face, his countenance. If you look on God and you get with God, that literally depression, anger, all of that will be removed. Cast it down. David told himself, hope in God and change. And look as God looked. Psalm 131 verse 2. He said to his soul, Be quiet. Surely I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with his mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. See, start looking at God in his presence. Start seeing God in every aspect of your life. How do you do that? Through worship, getting in that secret place with God, allowing yourself to just move into that realm? Well, let me show you number four. When you are under attack, here it is, get with God. Psalm 42 and 43 was written at the same time. So in essence, what I would say to you, if if I was translating Psalm 42 and 43, literally what I would do is put them together. Psalm 43 verse 4 says this, Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy, and on the harp I will praise you, O God, my God. David says, I saw God's countenance in Psalm 42. Now in Psalm 43... My countenance changes because I worship Him. Look at verse 5. Why are you cast down, O my soul? This is David talking again. And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise Him, the help of my countenance and my God. David basically said, I need to feed my spirit, not my soul. I need to rise up by seeing God, being in in God's presence, being in that secret place. Then I can begin to quiet my soul and literally allow and experience my own countenance to be full of joy and full of worship. Because when you feed your spirit, it will pour into your soul. In the midst of a battle, we forget the spiritual. We forget to get into that secret place because our soul is crying out and hurting. Our emotions are being overwhelmed. Physical body may be being attacked with sickness and disease. But as we learned earlier with Pastor Dan, that Jesus Christ went to the cross. He took stripes on his back for our healing, and we can walk in this amazing Lifestyle. We can talk like this even in the midst of the greatest attack we've ever experienced in our life, physically, emotionally, wherever we are at. So as Pastor Dan comes up, he's going to pray with you. And I want you to avail or allow yourself to maybe even get on your knees to hold the hand of the person next to you and to really still your soul and allow the anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit to rule and reign in your life today. Tell your soul to be quiet. And hear the word that the Lord wants to say to you. So in conclusion, when you are under attack, when you do these four things, God has it handled. So what am I saying to you? Right now, wherever you're at, even if you're enjoying great things, get with God. Pastor Terry and I love you. All the guests that have joined us, we welcome you. We want you to know that we have many people praying for you, praying for your home, your business, your jobs, because we know that the King of kings and the Lord of lords will do what he has promised, and he has promised all of us great things. Have a wonderful day, and God bless you.
1: Thank you, Pastor Gary, for that great insight from the Word of God. I want to pray with you, uh, especially for families today. However, uh, the Lord gave me uh, just a little word uh, to—there's a few people that are watching. And the Lord just said that you've been living with uh, a feeling of shame and a feeling of guilt, a feeling of despondency— a feeling that, you're, that has caused you and then brought you to a place where you feel that you're less than, that you don't measure up. You even have been carrying around a sense that God is not wanting to be around you, that you're not worthy to even be in the presence of God. You're born again. You're a Christian. <clears throat> and the Lord said some are feeling this way because of past sin. And he said, it's past sin that they've already repented of. They've already come to me and asked for forgiveness. I've forgiven them. He says, but they've allowed the enemy to continue to oppress them and beat them down and convince them that the Lord is saying that I don't want to be around them, that I don't want them in my presence. And so others have had words spoken over them and spoken to them, and they've allowed those words to take root within them. And, of course, we know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We know that the enemy fans those words into flame many times and causes us to feel that we're less than. And the Lord just wanted to give you a word and just say, shake that off. And the Lord said, press into me. And the Lord said to me, uh, brought to the scripture to me of Psalms 139, verse 14. And I would would admonish you to look that uh, chapter up and read through that. But that scripture says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And when you, I remember uh, years ago, <clears throat> the Lord brought that scripture to my attention. I was driving down Temple City Boulevard when it happened. And uh, the Lord said, did you ever look at that scripture and see where it says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made? He says, did you ever think that fearfully would be spoken over me as God? And it shook me. Because that word fearfully talks about being of the fear of the lord and it's something that we talk about that we need we need to have the fear of the lord meaning we need to come into a place of reverence and honoring and adoring the lord uh, a sense of awe in our life and when i all of a sudden focused on that scripture i said lord why is that word used speaking about you that you would have a reverence and an awe. And he says, when I created you and when I created my people, it's as if they were the only ones. I was focused individually on each one. And he says, I was careful. He says, I was in awe of what I was doing. And he says, I was careful when I create each person that I have I'm careful for the plans that I have for them from the beginning of their life to the end of their life I'm careful to get it right to be so specific with each person he said they each person they are a masterpiece they're my masterpiece he says they're a one off they're unique there's no one else like them and he says when I when I create an individual I put my all Into them, and I'm focused, and I'm careful to make sure that everything turns out correct for each person. And that I don't know if that does anything for you, but that really that shook me to the core to see God uh, creating us in that fashion with such dedication. So know that that's how you were created. That's who you are. God's got a perfect set of plans and purposes for your life. And he said, tell the people to shake those things off and to press into me. He says, I love them. They're special to me. And it is, they need what I have to fulfill the calling that I've placed within them. So we allow me to pray for you. I want to pray for families today. Father, we thank you for each one of us, Lord, our families today. Husbands, wives, children. Lord, for ourselves if we're single. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the greatness that you have and you are, and that greatness you've called us into with you, being one with you. Father, we thank you, Lord, for putting your hands on each one now, hugging and holding each one now. Lord, allowing your life, your presence, your, your plans, Lord, your goodness to just to caress each one, your love, your spirit to just overwhelm each person today. Lord, may they sense a new sense of your love. Lord, I ask you to fill them fresh and new with your Holy Spirit right now. Devil, take your hands off of the body of Christ here at Valley Community Church. We bind you, we rebuke you, we command your lives to go in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Lord, give each one a sense of your presence. Allow each one to begin to hear your voice. Know your love in a fresh new way. Lord, to have a great desire to know that in the knowing that they're accepted by you, so that they're freed up of all the stuff of life. To begin to, to be able to move into those depths, those, that secret place with you. To experience your presence in a fresh new way. Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing healing and wholeness to each one today. Lord, those people that you told me about that were feeling like they're less than, discouraged, despondent. We cast that away in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, Lord, for a fresh new Break and a fresh new start today of walking with the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And Lord, we praise you for your wholeness in each family. And Lord, we thank you for this nation. Lord, we lift up these United States of America. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your purposes and plans going forth in a mighty way in this nation. Lord, we thank you for your righteousness being poured out. For unity to be poured out. Knit this nation together once again. Bring honor into this nation. To each person. A sense, a knowing of what true honor is all about. And Father, we thank you, Lord, for breathing out on the United States of America today. For revival. Coming to our land. With a recognition. That Jesus Christ is Lord over the United States of America. Lord, we praise you today and we thank you for all of who you are and what you're doing. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Been so good being with you. Uh, we look forward to being with you again next week. Have a great week. Walk in the Lord, hear his voice, and live and dwell in his presence. God bless you.